I mean, sometimes it sounds kind of professional, it doesn't matter, but it's, it's not supposed to be that way. Right. Talking Truth to Power, Nevada's uh, Freedom Talk Radio, and the world's Freedom Talk Radio is where available uh, on the internet. That's right. No matter where you are. Just go to the World Matters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> AmericaMatters.us. Yeah. Right. Well, the... Uh, the you know, Nav- we have an FM signal here now, too. Yeah, we do. 93.7 here. 93.7, mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, the narrative uh, continues unraveling in the last week. Uh, We have the House meeting, the Republican-controlled House, and uh, impeachment filings against Mayorkas were uh, laid on the table in the House. Not a fracture of a sentence or of a second too soon. I mean, what what are they waiting for on this guy? (laughs) (laughs) We've got to get to these people. I know. They have got to go. Yeah, well, they have to prove intent, not mere negligence. That's uh, right. But uh, it should be possible to prove that. But then even if they pass a bill of impeachment, it, goes, it to the goes to the Senate. Yeah, yeah so. I know. But it's still imp- an important process. I mean, that's right. what, the, what uh, the, the bicameral legislature is supposed to do. So, Right. Representative Georgian, Jordan, again, was spitting fire. He called out uh, <laughs> Fauci and Collins. <laughs> he was spitting fire? Yes. Don't you know that? Yeah, he's, he's very good. He's one he? of the good dragons. He really is, yeah. Yes. And <laughs> Ron Paul. I kind of like to see the fire come out of that mouth. Yes. Think? Ron Paul is, uh, again, accusing Fauci or trying to get to the bottom of Fauci's finances. See uh, who's getting... Uh, you know, kickbacks or, or uh, I guess the better word is royalties over the enormous amount of grants that the NIH funds. The biggest problem, that though. That he bought off the, the other criminals with. Right, right. Because he's a criminal. Somewhere past the pandemic. Somewhere past the pandemic. <laughs> when... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Francis Collins, you know, he's yep. a big Christian apologist oh, on yeah. YouTube. But, uh, and quite a guitar player, too. Yes, <laughs> and a singer, too. <laughs> <laughs> His wife was doing the Egyptian behind him. Was Did you he? see that? Was yeah. she? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but um, the, the, the problem isn't really so much the royalties although that's a good way of getting at it but the problem is the monopoly that the nih has on funding all these uh, projects right you know mm-hmm. there's no uh, competitive there's marketplace. no oversight no Either. no there's oversight no real competition <laughs> and then they wonder why the price of drugs is so high mm-hmm. or some people wonder we don't wonder we know <laughs> we know we have the answers here yeah. yes so, Donald Trump was at uh, speaking at CPAC. Wasn't he great there? Yes, he was. He was really great. Yep. We had it, a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots. 
That's my favorite word these days. Freaks. Freaks. I just refer, just generally speaking, anybody like that, you know, they're freaks. Sam Britton? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just Uh, a generalized term, but it works so effectively. Yeah, exactly. The... uh, he does. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Carl Rove, and Jeb Bush. No. No. No, Sparks wasn't that great? Carl Rove. Wasn't that great? <laughs> and I haven't seen Carl Rove since that remark. Yeah. Have you? He's been hiding behind his whiteboard. Have I? Maybe. Yes. Have you seen him? Uh, no, I haven't. But, you know, I, I, mean, d- we, I don't watch the normal TV route a lot. I could. I have it. But well, I, I, I can't because the snow has been... <laughs> <laughs> Has taken my television down for several days now. Oh, so. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, when I got up this morning, it was snowing. Yes, it was. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll. I won't even bother to look at the weather forecast until <laughs> the vernal equinox, and then we'll. Well, I can't about complain it. about the drought, huh? Yeah, well... Where were the Jewish space lasers when right. we needed it? <laughs> well, apparently, the snow we've been having so far this winter is of a, a very low moisture content. So it's not as much water as they, we would like. Oh. Enough but, is enough. Yeah, <laughs> but we're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have to end that global warming or else, you know, who knows what will happen to California Maybe it'll turn into a desert and all the people have to leave. Wouldn't that be horrible? Yep. Yep. We have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset, which we all need. You know what they call that, don't you? The global reset? Aridity. No, the lack of moisture. Oh, aridity. Yeah. Okay. Arid um, conditions. See, you learn science on talking to the power. You really do, yep. I'm sure they're taking notes out there. (laughs) (laughs) you know, Nimrat uh, Randawa is in the news. Nimrata, yeah. Nimrata Randawa, mm-hmm. yes. Otherwise known as Nikki Haley. We're going to refer to her in the in forthcoming weeks as Nimrata, Nimrata Randawa. Because uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's just so much more colorful. It's better than what the Russians call her. They call her a pancake house waitress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her. You know, and neither did the CPAC crowd. No, no. What did she get, 3% of the vote in the, in the, CPAC, uh-huh. in the CPAC vote? Well, she was, dis, you know, she dissed the Confederate flag. I mean, these people come over here from India and think they can just diss our culture. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. No, no seriously, Ind- the Indian people uh, are, are intelligent. I mean, at least the upper classes are. I mean, they have that... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Many of them worship rats, monkeys, and cows, but other than that, they're pretty intelligent. Depends on where you are in the country. Yes, I think. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm just worried that they're, <laughs> they're being trained to be a new uh, magisterial elite and lord it over the uh, Caucasian goyim. Well, right? I think that, that is the trend. I mean, yeah. 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 That's what they want to do. That's their role for her. Right. And especially all the... Uh, you know, the people they bring over on those visas that take away good programming jobs supposedly are, you know, as is said, to from Americans. You know, I barely made it over Spooner Summit today. Oh. The visibility was just terrible. Oh. I'm lucky to be alive.
unable to listen to the whole show, a recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. Uh, you know who's uh, been in the news? Well, Tucker Carlson, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's everybody's focus at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're riled. I know. Oh, my <laughs> God, because their narrative falls apart. <laughs> they have to have that narrative that we are somehow uh, supremacists. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. what that January 6th event was designed to do. Exactly. It was a setup. We walked right into it. And they've had that to play against us now for two years. But now it's come apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're a line dog-faced pony soldier. Chuck Schumer couldn't be more livid. Did you see him on the floor? Well, yeah. He said that uh, <laughs> if people watch the unedited footage, they might come to... Uh, an, an unedited unappro- opinion. Unapproved opinions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not good for our democracy. No, that's not good for Chuck Schumer and that that crowd. Oh, my gosh. It's really fun to watch this, man. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jacob Chansley, the so-called yeah. QAnon shaman. Uh-huh. He was really, a, from all I've seen about him, a very gentle soul. He didn't do anything violent, and he's been in jail for four years now. He took a plea. He, he was a, he was in the Navy. He was in the U.S. Navy. A, a Navy veteran. He <laughs> had a nervous breakdown. You know, he hates time. America. That's yeah. why he served in the Navy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How do they sell that? I don't know. People people can't get his headdress right. You know, it's obviously an Indian, North American Indian medicine man, buffalo headdress. Uh-huh. And they keep calling obviously. it everything else. <laughs> He's a Viking. He's a he's an African. You know, geez. But anyway, the poor guy was very peaceful. He, he thought that uh, Trump would come back and heal the country, and mm-hmm. so he said a prayer. Of course, he does shout a little bit. You know, he goes ah, opens his mouth like that. But uh, you know, so did the Indians, I suppose, when they were doing their spells and rain dances. So. You can't blame him for that. <laughs> what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? <laughs> I know that it's just a miscarriage of justice. If anybody should get out, it's him. And well, I, his lawyers are finally going to appeal. And by the time that he does get out, he will have served four years if he if they can't spring For simply walking him. in. I mean, yeah. supposedly he pled that uh, they the police told him don't go in and he, he just went in. But they didn't. He didn't. You know, hit them or brush past. Let's go to the videotape. (laughs) You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. No. (laughs) No. Where's the tissue? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Poor Pete Buttigieg. You know, when he put on that, he put on the extra small, uh, when he went to uh, East um, Palestine, he put Mm -hmm. on the extra small. Uh, construction vest, you know, and it still looked like it was dr- like it was a mini dress on him. So know? it looked so that he, it was made made to look as though he was what? To he was larger than he is, or it what was, was the point of that? It was supposed to be so that it wouldn't he wouldn't look like he was engulfed by it. That he, you know, but he did. He came out looking like a a little boy. Uh, it, it clearly was about appearances. Yeah, that's why trans girl is a girl. <laughs> he did. He didn't want to go. 
No. He clearly didn't want to go because no. of the appearance. Exactly. You know, the optics, as they described them. You can't follow an act. I mean, that Trump, <laughs> Trump act was too bad. Yeah, he you know. went in the next day. <laughs> These people aren't even smart. No. You know? No. I... But, you know, it just says something about the American voter if they keep voting for yeah, these Yeah, it really does. Well, it says something about the public schools. That's how we got here. Yeah, yeah. Another Northern Pacific train derailed. Uh, yeah. In you know, Ohio. But we don't have an infrastructure problem. We could just keep sending the money to Ukraine. What is it you know, about they Ohio? They need it more than yeah, we do. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. It's the Russian playbook. This is right out of the Russian playbook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, the narrative is collapsing uh, internationally as well. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at anything about the G20 summit. I guess most people don't care about it. It was held in New Delhi, and uh, simultaneously the Quad meeting was held there, which is supposed to be an anti China-Russia group uh, uh, headed by the U.S., Australia, India, and uh, Japan. And neither of them worked out well for the New World Order. They haven't? No. <laughs> <laughs> they, the West came in and tried to bully them into attaching a condemnation of Russia's invasion of Ukraine with every statement, including the finance minister the finance minister says why are we doing putting this in a finance report but they they demanded it and they got rejected at every turn they refused uh, the the global south refused to go along with the idea of condemning russia for the invasion of ukraine mm -hmm. but you know we know russia is isolated and it's, yeah it got no chance yeah. so <laughs> and then uh that New uh, prime minister, uh, foreign minister, Jair Ravi Shankar. He was, uh, he was his Ravi usual. Shankar. Yeah, That's... Ravi Shankar. It's, it's no, no relation, no relation to the '60s oh, okay. musician. No. But he was, uh, you know, he's a little bit of a, a confront, confrontational guy, and he was dissing on Blinken and Tony Blair, and he famously said, "Europe believes its problems are the world's problems." But the world's problems are not Europe's problems. So Tony Blair tried to push back and says, but our problems are the world's problems. But, you know, Shankar wasn't having yeah, any of it. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, they finally found something for Tony Blair to do, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's I, they dragged the dragged him out to this meeting. British internationalists. Yeah. Nothing globalist about Tony Blair. No. no. Uh, Blinken also gave a statement. You see, Modi said, you have to talk to Lavrov, Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister. Uh -huh. You have to talk to him. So they it's met all about a, appearances. Yeah, they met in a corridor. <laughs> they didn't sit down. They met in a corridor for five or ten minutes. Lavrov put a cigarette out. I saw that. Yeah. You see that? <laughs> he was smoking as he's yeah. on his way. Yeah. I didn't know you had a cigarette habit, did you? No, but yeah. I don't. No. So Blinken, uh, Blinken gave a press conference, and he said, without showing any irony at all, <laughs> that uh, American people instinctively don't like a bully that uh -huh. pushes around a small country. Yeah, all the rest of the world loves bullies, <laughs> but we don't like bullies here. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, meeting lasted a long time, didn't it? Well, 
Lavrov's hours. Oak at a, this uh, <laughs> separate meeting from the G20. He spoke at a like a think tank or conference for about five hours, and the uh, the little Indian guy was uh, wasn't I don't know who he was, but he was trying to pin him down and say, you know, why did you invade Ukraine and it's a horrible thing and. You know, one of the things Lavrov just said that uh, for years the U.S. invaded or bombed Belgrade, Iraq, Syria, Libya, Afghanistan, and the U.S. therefore claimed the right to self-defense 10,000 miles from its border. And did this group, the Rainy Group, say anything about all that? And the little guy had to say no. You know, he had to whisper no. The little Indian? The little we Indian choose, guy. Truth yeah. over facts. <laughs> But Lavrov came back with, we defend our security right on our border, and everybody is upset. Yeah. You know who else is upset? Who? Macron. Oh, my the gosh. The president yeah. of France, yes. He, he, has a, he has a tough job on his plate. You see, it's that darn Wagner group that's causing all yeah, the problems. Yeah, all the trouble. The yeah. Those mean old Wagner people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, France has had this long-time relationship with Mali, the African country of Mali, and uh, they're being kicked out of Mali, and Macron is blaming the Wagner Group. Get him out of here! <laughs> you know, when I uh, uh, was last in France, and we're going back probably yeah. a generation now, but 98, I think I was there last, there was a lot of black people in France. I oh. was surprised by that. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it proximity to the, it's colonial past, you know, mm -hmm. and it's proximity to, the, to Africa. It was pretty interesting to see, actually. Right, all whenever you, all these countries that have had colonies, they yeah. they they have to admit the sure. people, mm -hmm. you know, to their country, and it's it's not uh, it's not a good look for France. I mean, they all of these European countries they they fought for centuries to keep the Muslims out of Europe, and now they're just inviting <laughs> them all in, <laughs> incentivizing them in some yes. cases. Yeah. yeah. The president of Con of the Congo also recently confronted Macron and said that, uh, you know, you just don't understand Africa. Oh, isn't that horrible? Yes. You what know, did Macron say? Well, you know, he I guess he <laughs> took it on the chin. I mean, you know, he's got that French glass jaw there. You can't kick it enough. But he... What, what can you say? I mean, uh, the, the president of South... Africa uh, tore into Blinken right to his face when he was down there. I nope. mean, we're, we're losing out uh, to China and uh, Russia uh, for various reasons, but mostly because they don't try to change people's behavior. They work with people as they are, and they're, they're building an infrastructure and, uh, and improving the economies in these countries while we are mostly stationing troops and... Uh, complaining uh, about how they don't recognize LGBTQIA2 plus 2 rights. And uh, we're also constantly complaining about China being in Africa. And they, they say they, they want China in Africa. Well, they're buying their way through the, through the continent. Yeah. That's, that's what China's doing. They're buying their way to hegemony.
us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Talking Truth to Power, America's Freedom Talk Radio. You know, we said at the beginning of the Russian-Ukraine conflict that uh, NATO will appear stronger at first, but eventually <laughs> Russia could uh, force them to weaken and even break up. Yeah. So we have more indications of that. Orban, you know, the uh, independent president mm-hmm. of Hungary, he now objects to Finland and Sweden joining NATO, at least until the Hungarian parliament uh, comes uh, approves of it which won't happen for a while. Say what? Switzerland and Netherlands are halting their weapons to Ukraine. And they're all in arrears. Yeah, they're all in arrears. They still haven't paid their money. Yeah, I mean, they're they're worthless. No. It's our war against Russia. Speaking of NATO, you know, uh, the president of NATO, affectionately known as Norwegian Wood, Jen Stoltenberg... (laughs) His term as head of NATO is up, so who will succeed him? And the list, well, they have an amazing question. list of candidates oh, to succeed they? him, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one is Cynthia We're Freeland. hanging on the edge over here. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia Freeland, second in charge in the uh, People's Republic of Canada. Uh, she is, uh, of course, descended from a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Her, her father was, or her grandfather was um, a a Ukrainian collaborator with the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a candidate. She wants the job. Ursula von der Leyen, well, I suspect her to be a German Nazi, but she's definitely German royalty. She is now. Yeah, Yeah. and she wants to be head of NATO. Kaja Kallis, she's less known. She's the prime minister of Estonia, but uh, recently she said that uh, Russians have to be re-educated before they can rejoin the rest of the world. Perfect. Uh, yes. That's perfect. And you know <laughs> and you know who else? Boris Johnson wants to oh, be the Oh, sure. Head well, they NATO. don't have anything for him to do either. No, he's kind of out of a job. He, he wants Tony Blair's job, and Tony Blair has it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to find something Get for him out of here. Yeah. You know, Boris is uh, Turkish and Jewish as well as English. Mm-hmm. Definitely a Nazi. But that's... It's a lot of Jews. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, we were going to ask Dave, what's what's wrong with Europe? Why do they hate Russia so much? You know? It's a lot of Jews. Quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Dave Chappelle has a way of getting to the point, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he does. With humor. <laughs> it's a lot of Jews. Quite a lot. <laughs> Well, you know, Representative Gosar, you know, that uh, yeah. Texas, mm-hmm. Texas representative, he uh, mentioned that uh, Ukraine is not our friend and Russia is not our enemy. When Biden went over to uh, see uh, uh, Zelensky yeah. in Kiev yeah. recently. He's impressive, right. Gosar. Mm-hmm. But he also said that certain groups with an irrational hatred of Russia are driving the war. I wonder huh. who he could be referring to. Huh. Who has a centuries-old <laughs> hatred of Russia? Can't can't come to mind. <laughs> it's all about the Russians. <laughs> well, speaking of the uh, <clears throat> the culture wars, 
Were we speaking about the culture? Well, we should be speaking. Oh, okay. We should always feature something about the culture. <laughs> American Jewish actress Heather Dubrow has four children. And guess what? Three of them are LGBTQIA25+. Huh. Plus. You uncircumcised That's very exciting, you know. It's it really good is. for her and her yeah. family. You mm-hmm. know? She happily announced that her 12-year-old daughter, or was daughter, Colette, is now a boy named Ace. And she said, it's International Sons Day. We love you, our youngest son, Ace. Isn't that wonderful? That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, Heartwarming. When, will they, when is the surgery the, yeah. uh, <laughs> scheduled? <laughs> a trans girl is a girl. We could send flowers. Yes. <laughs> Besides International Sons Day, you know, today is International it's a Women's, Women's Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing a great job running the world. We, we really appreciate them <laughs> for all they've done. <laughs> and uh, Ukraine is going to legalize should... same-sex marriage. Are they? Yes. You know, it, you well, know, that's the, what we want them to do. Right. I mean, the the war is is you know obviously a distraction, but the real goal it's is cultural. to make sure that the People of the Donbass enjoy same-sex marriage, uh-huh. and the children are all indoctrinated in uh, in the uh, correct way to think about each other and their gender. Like we do here this in America. This is about like- the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So the uh, the situation in Bakhmut. Even yes. Zelensky says it's deteriorating. Mm-hmm. He fired his top general in the Donbass. But they're, not, they're now in a process, apparently, where they will create a, this scenario as not so distracting. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll create a, a, a scenario in which when they retreat, it won't harm them reputationally. What, is, isn't that what you see happening here? Well, they're Because talking, they're going to have to retreat. They are, they are retreating. Yeah. Uh, well, let's put it this way. The Russians have operational an operational cauldron they called it in other words the russian way of war is to encircle the enemy mm-hmm. and they call it a cauldron mm-hmm. and then but uh, th- what they have is this one road out but unfortunately the cold weather this spring is thawed so it's very muddy you can't really transverse it some ukrainian troops are trying to flee on foot through these farm fields and uh I hear that the Russians are chasing them down on quads, you know, oh, off road bikes. Yeah. yeah. But um, so they're talking about he's sending reinforcements from the north, especially Kharkov, uh, down there, and he's talking about trying to do a counteroffensive before the cauldron is completely sealed, you know, <clears throat> to try and break through that area. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they can do it. Well, I think it's uh, The dude mines. This will not stand, you know? <laughs> this aggression will not stand, man. I think that option is no longer available to him. Yeah, it, it may not be, you know. And, and besides, everybody says they're running out of ammo. And the, uh, <clears throat> well, Poland will come to the rescue. Stoltenberg was talking about how they would Europe would go on a war footing and try and ramp up production, mm-hmm. but 
The target, he said, was to get them up to four to 6,000 rounds a day, and the Russians are pounding them with 20,000 rounds a day. So it's even if they did ramp up production, they wouldn't be able to overcome uh, what the Russians are using. Um, videos, you know, if you go to Telegraph, uh, there are different channels there where you can see uh, graphic videos. And uh, videos from the front are showing uh, Ukrainian soldiers or composed more and more of old men and young young boys, 16-year-old boys. It's uh, yep. not looking good. No, it isn't. And we we talked about Wagner earlier. Yep. The Wagner boss, Yevgeny Prigozhin, is putting himself in the news He's put a lot. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Issuing press releases. Yeah. He attacks the Russian generals for not supporting his men enough. He sends Ukrainian bodies back in caskets. It's a nice gesture. Yeah, it is a nice gesture. He mm -hmm. says they're, they are brave soldiers. And Russia always said that they're not at war with the Ukrainian people. They're, they're at war with the, uh, the leadership. Um, and then he spends time taunting Zelensky and the EU over the Russian victories. But, well, hell, uh, we do that. Yes, we do that, too. <laughs> I should be back in school yeah. on the other side of the ocean for yeah. hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams, my childhood with your empty words. And yet, all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? God, do I feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just feel <clears throat> awful. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about corruption in Ukraine in the last segment, I think. We are? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. It's pretty, pretty bad. There's there. corruption in Ukraine? There's a lot of corruption <laughs> in Ukraine. There's so much corruption. How much corruption is there? There's so much corruption that you can't even swing a cat in Ukraine without uh, hitting uh, somebody with a Nazi uh, tattoo on their arm. But it's it's we pretty corrupt. It. We did it, Joe. Well, our attorney general went over there and, and asked for a new um, uh, mogul in charge of the corruption in, in Ukraine. Right. But you, you notice the whenever they fire somebody, they've had a couple of purges. It's always when there's a meeting. Uh -huh. In the Europe, yeah. Uh, whenever they have a meeting, they do something like fire a bunch of people for corruption, but they never file any charges against them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's meant for the newspapers and the right. media. And it's, there's nothing to it at all. Right, just keep the money flowing. Yep. And speaking of our attorney general, he he said that the the Wagner Group is a terrorist group, mm -hmm. and uh, horrors they're recruiting people from prison to be cannon fodder in the uh, war yeah but they're also if they uh, and the the Russians are taking fewer casualties than the Ukrainians are by far that's been confirmed over and over again sure but the uh, yeah they could get killed over there but if they do their job and I think it's only six months and uh, they don't steal and they don't rape or get in trouble uh, they get then released what from prison. They what? Released from prison. Oh, okay. <laughs> they earn it.
Join the conversation. Call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. So you're saying Merrick Garland isn't concerned about corruption in the Ukraine? Is that what I, you're saying? I, no, I don't get that impression. No. I said you're not getting the money. <laughs> and... Uh, this last segment is going to be what they don't tell you about Ukraine. And uh-huh. uh, we have a quote from Sergei Ratushniak, a former mayor of a Ukrainian city. Oh, he's very Usford. good. Yeah. yeah. He said, 50 Jewish families own 80% of all the wealth. Where did we hear that yeah, before? Right here on seems, Talking Truth to Power. Seems like, it seems like we <laughs> hear that a lot about different countries. Uh-huh. All right. Where do you see the Ukrainian oligarchs? I don't see any, but they're all Jews. They wouldn't be, they, uh, their wealth betrays their bragging rights. They have Rolls Royces, <laughs> planes, castles, hotels, yachts. casinos in Monte Carlo, aircraft and yachts under foreign flags. And of course, they don't pay taxes. And plants and factories were bought by them, not at a real price, but stolen from the entire Ukrainian people. Mm-hmm. So Ukraine, That's how they got there. Yeah. Now, Ukraine is a corrupt country in a lot of ways. There's a lot of corruption there. <laughs> yeah, <There's, yeah>. That's <laughs> an understatement. But uh, there's Turkish, Turk corruption. There's uh, oh, just corruption no matter what ethnicity you are. Yeah, but everywhere. despite uh, the Jews only comprising around 0.1 of 1% of the Ukrainian population... The Jewish corruption is so significant; it's you know it's worth special attention. Mm-hmm. It's got our attention. Yes. <laughs> so you know, uh, the president Zelensky's relationship with a Ukrainian oligarch named Ihar Kolomoisky is well known. It goes back to at least 2012, when Zelensky and the Jewish brothers Sergei and Boris Shefier began making content for Kolomoisky's TV stations and their production company, Carvatel 95. Now, Zelensky's political ascent began, if you remember, after a starring role in the political satire <laughs> Servant of the People, which portrayed him as a public school teacher who ranted against corruption and in turn became president of the Ukraine. So <clears throat> that's uh, Kolomoisky's one plus one network produced that show <clears throat> and Zelensky and the others in the show are beneficiaries of a web of offshore firms that received at least 41 million in funds from Kolomoisky's private bank many of these allegations were proven uh, correct uh, proven true after the leaking of the Pandora papers which produced millions of files from offshore service providers to the international Consortium of Investigative Journalists. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. So the money was filtered through the British Virgin Islands, Belize, and Cyprus in order to avoid paying tax in Ukraine. And they were used by Zelensky's associates to purchase and own three prime properties in the center of London. <laughs> the documents also show that just before he's elected, Zelensky gifted his stake in an offshore company the Maltex Multi-Capital Corporation, to the above-mentioned Sergei Safir, who is his top presidential aide. But even though the public 
says, or you know, he says that he gave up his share. Documents show that arrangement was made that allowed the offshore to keep paying dividends to a company that now belongs to Zelensky's wife. Huh. She's a nice lady. Really she, nice. Yeah, she she met with uh, the first lady when she came over to America. <laughs> <laughs> Did she have a choice? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't meet with her. <clears throat> no. The web of corruption that surrounds Zelensky and his mentor Kolomoisky extends to intimidation of his enemies in Kiev who wanted investigations. Where do we hear about prosecutors being intimidated against prosecuting corruption? You know the, you know the thing. <laughs> it comes to mind from somewhere. Yeah. I can't quite place it. And we also know that Kolomoski founded the <laughs> Nazi Azov Battalion and the political right sector who take credit for the killings in the Maidan uprisings that led to the coup in 2014. Uh, Kolinsky's base of operations in the city of Dnipro, which may be taken by the Russians, is just on the eastern banks of the Dnieper River. Uh, it's uh, very corrupt there, but he, uh, he did found the world's largest Jewish community center. I don't know if you can see that, but it looks like a Babylonian ziggurat. But that's it there, and it's due to, it's to the international uh, finance that it's in charge of. It's mostly uh, comprised of uh, travel agencies and bank offices, but it's the world's largest Jewish community center. You're gay, you're Jewish, and cringe, and you're not even funny. And I'm epic and based and red. And you're not even funny. <laughs> you know that Kolomoisky apparently has connections to, or the, in inverse, actually, um, Hunter, Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah, there's I'm a, sure. There's, yeah. a, there's quite a connection there. I, I think Jim Jordan will be looking into that. Uh-huh. Yep, no doubt. So he owns this private bank, and it seems to be a, a good money laundering operation over there for them. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be working for yeah. them. <laughs> The Center for Corruption and Organized Crime Research, OCCRP, says that Kolomoisky used his ownership of Privet Bank to defraud customers of around $5.5 in deposits, which amounted to 40% of all private deposits in Ukraine. Uh, Kolomoisky is now banned from entering the U.S., but he's never been arrested in Ukraine, and so Zelensky, for some reason, uh, has not instructed any in, in investigations of him. Huh. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, well, now, despite being regarded by, as a criminal, and a violent one, too, he's accused of using violence, uh, you know, to forward his empire. Uh, in 2000, Kolomoski is a hero of the international Jewish community. In 2008, Kolomoisky was elected president of the United Jewish Community of Ukraine and in 2010, president of the European Jewish Council. Large-scale Jewish financial crime perpetrated by small numbers of key actors continues to benefit the general Jewish population. Jews have benefited for years from Kolomoisky's uh, Jewish uh, corruption, and that's why the Jews are reluctant to see their oligarchs uh, brought to justice. Uh, 
Kolomoisky has donated more than 11 million to nearly 70, 70 yeshivas and religious charities. Uh, Jewish Educator Media, Kolel Shabbat, among others, in Brooklyn and across the state of New York. Kolomoisky is also a donor for Yad Vashem. Both uh, his associates, Korf and Laber, uh, who also hold shares in Privet Bank, and are accused of having pumped about $25 million into Jewish nonprofits between 2006 and 2018. You uncircumcised <laughs> So other uh, Jews are, that are named in various reports include Hanani Kames, Pavel Fuchs. Kearns, isn't it? Yeah, Kearns. Yeah. Pavel Fuchs, mm -hmm. Andre Yermail, <clears throat> now head of the office of the president of Ukraine. Hanadi Korban, Vadim Rabinovich, Alexander Feldman, and Viktor Pinchuk. I've heard that name before, Viktor Pinchuk. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> For having what engaged the in... the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? <laughs> They've engaged in fraud, corruption, and amassing of vast amounts of wealth and power at the expense of the uh, Ukrainian people. Not all Ukrainians, Ukrainian people... Uh, are ignorant of this. There's a, a female fighter named Savchenko, a jet pilot who was elected to parliament in 2014 while she was being held a prisoner of Russia, said during an interview, I have nothing against Jews. I just don't like kites. Oops. <laughs> she, Oops. La she later said that Jews possess 80% of the power in Ukraine when they only account for 2% of the population. Well, that's I what think, we're saying here on yeah, Talking Truth yeah. to Power. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we say about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the New York Times has, that published that uh, fake news about how the Nord Stream pipeline was attacked by some, some uh, U Ukrainian non-governmental actors on a, on a yacht hold the phone you say the new york times is, is publishing incorrect information yes <laughs> i don't know if you can see this but it it shows you how many they don't even have an operative navy how could they have pulled that off <laughs> no they had a yacht oh i see <laughs> they pulled up on one a of, yacht. one of the oligarchs yeah yes i see so. okay <laughs> <laughs> well then you know, sense. these are all the people that so are in high positions at the Putin New York to Times. Shut down the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and do it permanently. This is a real, acute, and proven threat. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> in real time. The New York Times has been uh, owned by Jewish people since 1895. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. and, it's, uh, it's worthless. I don't even know why it's cited. Because all all media sources will eventually go to the Times for something. Exactly. Every day, the New York Times is saying this, or the New York Times is saying that. Why would anybody bother to even quote the New York Times? They've been wrong so many times. You know, Tucker Carlson's uh, team that's revealing all of this uh, January 6th video footage? Yeah. They have now found this uh, doctored video where they've inserted screams and other crowd mayhem noises into it uh -huh. to exaggerate the, the mayhem. Oh, okay. Oh, this is really interesting. <laughs> Stay tuned for Eddie Floyd. <laughs>